welcome to the Deep Pockets and Stilettos podcast. I'm your host, Lorianne, and my goal is to help women feel empowered and in control of their financial lives. On this podcast, we discuss concrete advice on how to move forward in your financial journey, whether you are already advanced or starting from scratch. And we also dive into mindset shifts around money that are critical for financial success. So if you want to take charge of your finances and feel inspired and empowered, go ahead and give it a listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Deep Pockets and Stilettos podcast, or welcome if you are new. Today, I have an episode for you about a topic that has been coming up a lot in my work and personal life lately. Every time I speak with a friend or a coworker, no matter the country, no matter the industry, it seems like everyone is just so fed up with where they're at in terms of career and feeling a sense of hopelessness, like there is no way forward. And it's this very specific feeling that is nonetheless very hard to put a name on that you are in a sort of rut or as if something was wrong with you because nothing can get you out of this funk. You're just dragging your feet to work every single day and not finding any motivation anymore. So today's episode is going to be about how to get over a career rut or failure. A career rut might happen when you feel like you have mastered your job responsibilities, your scope of work, and that there's nothing new or exciting or challenging for you in your current job responsibilities right now, and you are longing for something more, and you can't quite exactly pinpoint what that is, and that's what's creating frustration and lack of motivation on a daily basis. As humans, we have a need for stimulation. So if you feel like you're stagnating in your career, it's normal that this is triggering negative feelings in you and affecting how you feel about your work. Now, in terms of career failure, I think failure is a very harsh word because the traditional definition of failure is lack of success. But in terms of career, I'd rather we, if we defined failure as something where we didn't get our expected outcome or got a negative outcome instead. For instance, that could be you making it very clear to your boss that you wanted a promotion and them not promoting you or promoted another coworker in, instead. That is an example of a failure because you aimed for an outcome and got a different outcome as a result. Another example of a negative outcome could be that you were at your job and you got laid off unexpectedly. Whether you're currently experiencing a career rut or a career failure, the feelings those trigger can really impact your mood, motivation, and how you show up at work ultimately, which has an impact on your finances. To be honest, I'm currently experiencing this right now. I am in a career rut and I have identified three things to help me get out of this and they've been very effective for me. So I wanted to share them with you today. So here are the three things you can do to get over a career rut or a career failure. The first thing you can do is small but mighty 
and that is to change your observation perspective. The problem with being in a funk is that we always observe our lives or our careers from where we are right now in comparison to where we want to be. But a simple change in perspective can ease our angst that we are not there yet. For instance, in my case, the 22-year-old me would have dreamt to be in my current situation in New York, working in tech, having a podcast, and yet I don't feel fully satisfied with where I am right now, especially career-wise. So I think a good thing to ask yourself is what would your former self think of your present self? Would they be proud? Would they think that what you have done career-wise is impressive? The thing is that as we are advanced and progress in our careers, what we once dreamt of or what we once considered as a major achievement becomes our reality and our day-to-day life. So we then become very used to it and fail to appreciate our hard work and that what we're currently experiencing right now was once our objectives or our goal or something we wanted for ourselves. Think of yourself five, two, even one year ago compared to where you're at right now. It's actually a great writing exercise. Where were you X amount of years ago and where are you that is better now? And the entire goal of this exercise is to show that even though you feel like you are stagnating in a rut or that you have experienced a failure in your careers, in hindsight, you haven't. You're not stagnating. No matter how small the progress, if you do this exercise and look at yourself a couple years ago or even a year ago, or for some even six months ago, you still have made some progress. And the only reason why you're not appreciating it is that you've gotten used to that progress. The second thing you can do is define what success means for you or what being successful means for you. And here, I want you to get really deep into it. If we think about this, we've actually never paused and reflected on what success means for us. We take into account what society feeds us, the definition of success is, but we never actually bother to sit with the topic ourselves. Meanwhile, we would all benefit from pausing, thinking, and reflecting on this. I want you to ask yourself, what does success look like to me in my career? Is this becoming a CEO or part of the C-suite? Is this making as much money as possible? Is this having a fulfilling career in terms of helping others or making an impact on society? What's the goal of all of this? Get very detailed and granular about it and then come up or write down the themes or words that repeat themselves frequently in your definition of success in your career. And once you have that down, I want you to audit your own career according to your definition of success. Are you there yet? Are you on your way there? Making concrete steps on a daily basis or, you know, monthly basis to get there Or are you completely on a different track? Sometimes we don't even realize it because we're so caught up in the hamster wheel, but the jobs we're currently working at can lead us further away from our very own definition of success. 
a good example of being on a track that leads you astray from your own definition of success can be, for example, someone who has a definition of success that involves a lot of freedom, having, having total agency of when and how they do their work, and that person working at a bank, going to the office five days a week um, with fixed hours and not really having agency of her how they would conduct their work. That would be a good example of being on a track that is further from that person's definition of success. If that person wants to have a career working at a company with more freedom, then maybe they could find a job that would be better suited to their definition of success at a smaller company or startup, for instance, or working independently as a you know, consultant and, or a freelancer and working their own hours and billing clients by the hour. We can take this exact same situation and apply it to being on track to achieve your career success. Let me explain. For instance, that same person who works at a bank can have their definition of career success to be, actually, I don't want to work. My career success is achieving financial independence and retire early. So in order to do that in the short term, I need to not be independent and not have that much freedom in my work because banking is where I'm going to make the most money and that then I can invest that money early on so the money can grow and I can achieve financial independence as fast as possible. So for this step, the importance is to define what success looks like to you because you can be in the same situation as a thousand other people at your company, but not feel the same because you each have very different definitions of success. So what's important is to look at what is success for you and evaluate where you are based on that definition. Based on where you are, it will ease your feelings of angst or the feelings that you are stagnating because you'll realize that you're actually making progress towards your goal of success. And on the other end, if you are not on track, if after doing this little evaluation and exercise, you realize that you are not on, tra on track, see the glass half full. This is great information and probably the reason why you are experiencing those negative feelings at work and feeling very unmotivated and in a rut. It's because you're not living in alignment with your definition of career success. So now you have it clear in front of you and you can take corrective actions in order to get back on track. The third step you're going to take to get out of this career rut is to assess whether or not you are valued at your job. Because at times, it might be you being hard on yourself or not fully appreciating what you have accomplished so far. And those might be the reasons why you are in a rut. But at other times, your worries or angst might actually be justified and you might be truly stuck. So what do we do in that case? I cannot stress this enough. Progressing in your career is going to be extremely hard, if not impossible, if you are not valued at your job. So a great way to get out of a rut or get out of feeling stuck is to 
assess whether you are valued at your job or not, because it will give you key information on what your next move should be. So here are some signs that you are not valued at work. Number one, you haven't been given a raise or promotion in years, and it's not even discussed. Number two, you don't have access to growth opportunities or your boss has no career track planned for you. Number three, co-workers or your boss take credit for the work you do. That's a big one. Number four, you never receive verbal praise or positive or constructive feedback. And number five, this one is my favorite because it happens actually quite a bit. When you come up with an idea at a meeting, it is brushed upon. And then when someone else repeats it later, it is praised. And on the other end, signs that you're valued at work could be that your boss trusts you with your task and does not hesitate to give you special projects or that you are obviously considered for raises and promotion. Obviously, it's not a weekly event, so don't rely on this at this moment in your job, you know. But if in your career at this company, you were considered for a raise or promotion, that is a sign that you are actually valued and being considered for to grow within the company. You can also look for smaller cues like the fact that your coworkers appreciate your insights and inputs and ask for your advice or your expertise on some subjects. And I think the last one and probably the biggest one because your career depends on your manager more than you think it does. It's having your manager care about your future and your career and just acknowledging what frustrations you might be experiencing. For example, if you were passed on for a promotion, that could be a sign that you're not valued. However, if your manager acknowledges the fact that you're disappointed, you didn't get the promotion and tries to come up with a mutually agreeable solution forward with you, then that's a sign that you might be valued. But then it's your call and it's a case-by-case scenario here because you know your manager better than anyone. So, you know, if you trust them, maybe then give them the benefit of the doubt if they've been fair to you in the past and wait a little bit and see what happens. And if you don't trust them and feel you're going to be passed on for that promotion endlessly and it's going to be the same scenario on and on again, then leave and go somewhere that will value your skills more. If at the end of this exercise, you realize that you are not valued at your job at all, then it's time to look to make your next move because you're not going to progress in an organization that does not value you. It's going to be extremely hard and extremely exhausting to go where you want to go. So it's best to close that chapter and move on to the next. And at least you know why you're experiencing feeling like you're in a rut or like you're failing. It's because you're not valued at your job. So those feelings are perfectly natural to experience when you're faced with that within your organization. And I would not make it a big thing about yourself or your self-worth. It's like dating. Not everyone can be your partner for life. Sometimes it's going to be a great fit. Sometimes it's just not. So Take what you can take, you know, in terms of constructive feedback. What could I have done better at this organization to maybe be more valued? And then move on. 
Now, if you feel like you are valued at your work, well, that's great. That's great news. But you still don't know where this feeling in a rut comes from. Then maybe it is, uh, I'll go revert back to the two exercises. Are you in the right career for you? Are you on the right track? What is your definition of success? Because have you seen it's not a problem coming from feeling valuable at your job. So I would go back to these and further analyze how you're feeling based on these two first steps. And then lastly, what happens if you have signs that you're valued at your work and signs that you're not valued at your work? This is actually going to be the most common scenario. I feel like, you know, we can't have a perfect 10 out of 10 in terms of being valued or an imperfect 10 out of 10 in terms of not being valued. So most people are going to fall into that category. And then what I would do in that case, and that's the category I fall into, by the way, I have signs that I'm not valued at my job and I have signs that I am valued at my job. So if you fall within that case too, I think the best way forward is to refer back to like the previous scenario, your goals, your definition of career success, what you want out of all of this career and see if your current job falls within that scope. But ultimately, I think the best way forward is to rely on your intuition for that. Do you know deep down inside that your current situation is not what's right for you and it's time to make a move? And more often than not, we know we're just so used to shutting down our intuition that we don't listen to it anymore. And But I think we all know at any given point in our careers, what is our next move? And the clutter we feel in our mind is just noise that is blocking this intuition. I hope this episode on how to get over a career rut or failure was helpful for you. And remember the three steps you can take to alleviate those negative feelings or the feeling that you are stagnating at work. The first thing you can do is to change your observation perspective because oftentimes we observe our careers or our lives in general actually from where we want to be and not actually comparing it to where we were before. But if we take a stance and look at where we were before, we're inevitably going to find that we made progress and that we are moving forward. The second step was to create your very own definition of success. What does it mean to be successful to you? And then to evaluate your career or where you are right now in your career based on that definition. How do you fare compared to your definition of success? It's important to get really deep and granular on that step. And I think a great thing you could do was would be to look at your values. I'm going to create a post on the podcast Instagram with a set of 50 values that you can choose from. It's actually an exercise that my therapist made me do. And I think it's very useful when you're trying to reevaluate an aspect of your life. The exercise is to pick the 10 values that are most important to you out of the 50 and then evaluate your life based on your very own set of 10 core values. And so I would switch up 
that exercise and narrow it down to the values you want to apply to your career. What do you want to see in your career? Do you want to see growth? Do you want to see wealth? Do you want to see giving back? And then evaluate your definition of success and your career based on that set of values. And the last step you can take to get yourself out of a career rut is conduct an assessment on yourself as to whether or not you are currently valued at your job. And there is a very simple reason behind this is that you cannot progress where you are not valued. So doing this assessment will give you the necessary information you need to make your next move, whether inside your company or outside. And I know sometimes it might be hard to accept that maybe this is the closing chapter of this part of our career or maybe of our role at a certain company because we've grown comfortable and used to it and we feel like we've mastered our responsibilities and it feels safe and anything that is outside of that safe zone scares us. But ultimately, if you want to progress in your career, that's the only way forward. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Before you leave, I just want to ask um, if you could rate and review the show, scroll down on Apple Podcasts or click on the stars on Spotify. It would be very helpful if you think I'm doing a good job. Um, it's an instant way for me to get feedback and to know what you want to hear about or maybe some topics you would like to discuss. I would really, really appreciate it. I will see you at the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, don't forget to rate and leave a review. It's the best way to help the podcast grow and get discovered by other women like you that are looking to take their financial game to the next level. Also, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episode. I'll see you next time. And in the meantime, remember, take action to materialize the life you want. The information contained in this podcast is not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as financial, legal, and tax advice. I am not an attorney, accountant, or financial advisor, nor am I holding myself out to be. And the information contained here is not a substitute for financial advice from a professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation.